We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. Great to be with you. What another riveting game between the Bucks and the Sacramento Kings. All right, so this is the Wednesday Bucks Kings post game. This is the Thursday, December 8th edition of the podcast. This is the podcast tonight. Sometimes I tape other portions and then throw them on. Sometimes I go through voicemails and throw them on. I got voicemails to play. And I got other things to touch on. A lot's happened since uh, we last talked. So I got a bunch of stuff to go through, which we will go through here today. There's no really time limit to this uh, unless I messed up the StreamYard. You only get 50 hours of StreamYard. And I keep forgetting to delete old shows. So unless I screwed that up. And then if my computer dies. Or if the content runs out, which is the most likely third one. Um, So that's what i'm saying it's grant bills ladies and gentlemen wkty wisco sports show you can also hear him in madison eau claire some other towns around i always tweet a link out yeah yeah tweet a link that's that's good uh i wanted to have you on right away just so one i didn't have to talk to myself for five minutes but also well also two i'd like to talk to you you know how i described uh i described our relationship with my brother today. Really? I met your yeah. family in a way. Yeah. I said, Grant and I are always careful not to like overuse the other one, but we also don't care about being overused. Yeah. It's, it's a good balance. Like you would come on my show once a week and I, I no, I would never ask you to do that, you but know? I would totally do it. And I would come on your podcast every day if you asked, but you would never ask me. But you would do it. I absolutely would. Now, when I did travel to lacrosse to interview for a job, you did pass me down. Don't. T- d- <laughs> People thought that was real. Well, yeah, I know. Like my coworkers thought that was real. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, that was your hey, Kings, man. You. Hey, you're Kings. Yeah, that was a, that was that's a quality win by the Bucks. The Kings are a real team this year. They're not bad. They won three in a row. I don't know. They got off to a slow start and they've been playing really well. Does it look like one of my eyes is open a different amount than my other? Or is it, I'm just looking in my box. This isn't good podcast material. 
No, you are also like freezing every five seconds video wise, okay. but the audio is fine. So I haven't brought it up yet until just now. Cool. Then we're good. Yeah, the Kings are a real team and they stretched the Bucks three point shooting. I thought like especially in the first quarter, those corner threes and the above the break threes, like some of the shots that the Bucks gave up just over and over before the season. I feel like that this was a good reminder because Harrison Barnes got some corner looks like Kevin Herter likes above the break threes. So I feel like that's a good it's a good reminder game for the Bucks and kind of their their newish defense they're trying to play this year. Well, there's there's two things I want to make uh, specific to this game. Two points. Well, one specific to the game. One is the Kings came in here and they mentioned it on TV, but they've got a road trip coming up and they want like this is their barometer. They want to see how they are. And so I think that it's good for the Bucks to withstand those kind of challenges and not let teams get good victories or even moral losses against you. When they come to Milwaukee, I don't care like if you're an ascending team or what you are or what you think you are, the Bucks need to be there to, to clamp down on them. And I, and I like that they did that. The other thing that I don't think we talk about enough, because we kind of got into a discussion about Chris Middleton and, you know, we talk about all this other stuff all the time about what can the Bucks do? What should they do? Yeah. How about what the Bucks did? Like, I don't think we talk enough about the roster construction that got him to this point. Having Giannis and Middleton and Drew and Brooke, and then whether it's Grayson or Jav- Grayson, who you flip for Sam Merrill, or Javon Carter, who the Nets waved and you just picked up, the roster yeah. construction on this team, and we've had our issues with this or that, but John Horace has really done an incredible job. The Drew Holiday trade at first, people were laughing at. And I was, I was, who did we want at the time? Chris Paul. And I, I was very adamant that everything you think Chris Paul is, Drew is going to be better at for this team. I remember that. I remember no, still, yeah, Okay, so there's things that Paul does that maybe Drew doesn't. But Drew had a really big night tonight. 30-some. Uh, he cracked the 30 mark. I believe Drew, yeah, 31 for him. 35 for Giannis. Obviously, that's eight in a row with 30. But I don't think we talk enough about how the team got to this point. We always are looking for the next move, but look at that roster out there. I mean, it is, it's, and they kept Brooke and they kept Bobby and like, this is a really good team. And I think sometimes we need to, you know, take a step back and thank the Bucks for this team. Yeah. It's really easy to get off the beat. And when you're building an NBA team, right. Especially as a small, I don't like small market because, I don't know. I, I'm just so tainted with the Brewers right now about saying small market. Mm-hmm. I'm just nodding as you froze. E. Yeah. Am I back? Yes. I was going to say, as a team like Milwaukee, you're not a destination. So you need to, you can't mess things up. Like you can't really afford to make missteps. And you see other teams like the Wolves, like they went all in. And I don't, I don't know about that. Or teams that, that try and things don't work out. Like the Bucks really threaded a needle with the way that it's worked out with Chris Middleton and kind of how he's peaking at the right time of his career as a little bit more of a late bloomer and Drew Holiday. You saw in the last couple of minutes of this game, like I, I think with two or three minutes left as the Bucks went up 12 or went up 10, like there was a moment watching where I thought this that that's the team we've been waiting for, the team that we didn't have in the playoffs against the Celtics, where it's Drew, Chris, Brooke, Giannis, whether it was Pat who had some nice moments or, or like Grayson, they, they kicked it to Chris in the corner who pump faked and then drove for the runner. And then that rolled around, but Brooke went up and got the tip in. And I'm like, I'm seeing how the pieces connect. Cause Chris obviously just came back and he's playing into it. The, your take about the start of the road trip, by the way, is really funny because I, 
I didn't even think about it, but it's the first game of a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven game road trip. And in sports radio, we always put emphasis on that first game. Like it sets the tone. And if you lose an ugly game, like if the Bucks were to lose at Denver to start a road trip or the Brewers were to blow on late against the Giants on the start of a West Coast trip, that just it really sours things. We, we really emphasize the first game of a road trip. So that's not something that I thought about. Well, that's something we do in sports radio. Most sports team, like rarely in the history that we're always like, they got to go three and three on this road trip. When, yeah. We in said, the, in the, like yeah. I, we, what do they need to be on this road trip? Yeah. Uh, and then someone would call in. Well, I think they need to be four and two and someone going, yeah, I don't agree with this take. They need to be five and one man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, still. Yeah. And nobody in sports ever looks back and talks about how they were on the road trip. <laughs> except for your 2022 Milwaukee Brewers, who I don't know if you know this, had three different three-city road trips before the All-Star break. Were you we aware of about that? It. Yeah. How, how could you not? It was it was like someone's a vegan. They'll is just, this a green screen or does my hair look decent tonight? Your hair looks pretty good. Yeah, you got I, mean, your I know ring I got the five head, but I got, I got a situation. You got your ring light on? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the basement, pitch black, and the ring light's on, and it's great. <laughs> Can I, um, can I, I, I thought about calling in and giving you a voicemail to your podcast with Paul today, but I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that. But yeah. I, but I thought I was like, someone should, because Paul loves to waltz it. Paul comes on once a week. So Paul can kind of like start these little fires and then like be happy and smiley and then leave and let everyone else deal with it for days. And I like, I love Paul, but that's, he can do that. Right. As the guest that comes in on Wednesday. Well, this, what did he fire? Well, no, no, no. He comes in with his game. He's like, hey, it's the game. And he can throw out these things. And then people fight about it for the rest of the week. And he's kind of safe from it. I just, with the trade Middleton thing, like he laid out why it's not a, like a non-starter, right? The the issue is, you know, what you could get for him. And it's, I just think it's a lot like the Josh Hader deal, where if you're trading Middleton away, or if we wanted to trade Hader away, you needed pieces back that help now. But the problem is when you're trading away Middleton, at this age and at this contract, any team that wants him is a team that's trying to win. And a team that's trying to win isn't going to give you win now pieces back, which is what like the Bruce right. Taylor. So that's the, the issue is who trades for him. Yeah. Who, who tr- makes that deal and also is giving the bucks what they need to get for that deal to make sense. It, it It'd just be like trading Josh Hader. Exactly. Yes. And the Brewers thought that they Taylor Rogers in theory kind of fits, but no, no, that was a- no, I don't know why I brought up the Brewers twice. They have done nothing to deserve it. I uh, talked about them for meetings. I, I talked about them for 15 minutes by not talking about them. I talked about the Trey Turner signing and then used that to bitch about the Brewers. Like, wow, 11 years. Like, does he have major league options left? You're telling me you're signing a superstar. Does he have major league options? Can he, can he play more than one position? Like the Brew, like the Brewers would never do this. 11 years for Trey Turner. So just shitting on the Brewers by talking about other teams. Cardinals lost a good player and they signed another one to replace him. Funny how that works. Yeah, how about that Contreras on the Cardinals? Put a double. Cubs, Cubs fans have got to be more pissed, right? It's like, wait, so we were never going to contend with him. We were never going to resign him, and now we let him walk for nothing to a division rival. Like that never really made sense. Austin, speaking of uh, what you brought up, Austin says Grant needs to go on some week. Would you? Again, you know I would come on anytime, as you would come on my show anytime. We tape that one Tuesday mornings at eight thirty. Okay. I mean, I, I like Toby, you, Toby and Paul have a nice little thing. It's just, but Paul's got a brilliant gig. Cause he can come in and be, you know, extra weird and wacky and out there. With so is that takes. a yes for next week or no? Sure. If he needs something for next week. Yeah. 
All right, uh, let me get to some of these comments coming in. Again, Bart Winkler Show, we're on YouTube. There's a StreamYard link that I've tweeted out and had up for a little bit. I did have Tim Shea join in the waiting room, and then he disappeared. He is at the game. So I, oh. I am hoping to talk to him at some point. I'm going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back to Bart Winkler Show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Beautiful. we are we we are back. We are back. Um, here's uh, here's Matt in the falls. He says, "When do we go harass Rami about why he left?" Rami is do Rami Makloff, good buddy, good good buddy, is doing a King's Post game. Apparently, he does the same, and he does them via this same service. I use Streamyard. We were going to try to find a way to co them together, and we both were too lazy to figure that out. So at some point, I am going maybe in like in the, in ten minutes or so, I'll call into his show. What do you think he's saying? Uh, I was told what he was saying. Um, where was the comment about Q had it? Rami said if De'Aaron Fox played well, they would have upset the Bucks. What did he have? I didn't look at the box score. But this is this is what Rami has to do now. And this is what Rami's done in Milwaukee. And this is where we were. Where a game like this, the, mm-hmm. the win and loss portion of it is big. I mean, had we lost this game, does anything change? Does anything no. about it? I mean, there might no. be a little more like, oh, Middleton since they came back. Or, you know, some some junk like Hasn't that. Hasn't gotten that it going yet. Sure. Yeah. But this was a, like, we're going to break down. What, have, what are we talking about so far? A little about the game a big picture about how they got here still what they need to go forward. But for the Kings, they, they will break this game down like a, like an NFL game. And that's yeah. where we were at the bucks when they were in this position. Look, the Kings have not made the playoffs in 16 years. They're the most irrelevant franchise of the two thousands in any sport. And now they finally have a team with a, <laughs> they finally have a team with a glimmer of hope and, uh, and a team that's competitive and has a decent roster and they're four games, what four games above 500, coming into tonight so yeah that's a team to get excited about especially if you're a sacramento fan for so long but they're just going to break it down 
in a different way. Had the Bucks lose or lost, I don't think I'd be like, well, if, you know, Giannis was a little more aggressive. You know, we just wouldn't have gotten to that point. Plus, Giannis is on a tremendous tear to bring that up. 35 points, 31 for Holiday. Middleton, 5 of 11. I think that's good enough for people that to just kind of move on with their day. Uh, as far as the minutes, because I'm a minutes honk, uh, nice. still a little bit from Hill, that's fine. A little bit from Connaughton, that's fine. Mamu just had a big game, so play him a little more. Uh, I feel bad for I feel bad for uh yeah Wara went Bochamp from starting too. and not playing. Bochamp, I guess Marcus was talking about how he was hurt or yeah. sick and maybe lost a few pounds. So that is what it is. I, I want to say something about the bar- broadcast real quick. Go uh, ahead. Uh, specifically, Lisa Byington. I really listen to the words she says. I think she. I think her language of calling the game is something that, as a play-by-play broadcaster. I would like to emulate. I think I, I really, I'm, I'm sincere. I know when I'm sincere, it sounds like I'm a dick. I complimented I a show nine to noon on the game the other day. I thought they had a really good conversation about Dion and it only got five likes. And somebody mentioned Bart, this tweet only has five likes. Your infrastructure week has to go. This is not you. It's uh, being nice. Doesn't work for you. You have to be mean. I still contend that I am the, most generous, most thoughtful, most complimentary, most pick you up guy in Milwaukee media. It's just the guy, the people that I hate. see. That's the problem. The people that I hate, I hate, and they're in the high positions. The people that are really doing good job, no one's fighting for them. So that's where I come in. Okay, you fight for them. Yeah, you were fighting for nine for noon the other day. They were talking about Dion. I was complimentary of something they said. Okay. All right. Uh, how long do you want to stay? How long can you stay? How long? Uh, I can go. If you got other people to hop in here, I can definitely get out of the way. You don't want to co-host a factor with me or you just want to leave? No, I can. No, I don't need to co-host with you. You do your magic with your with your listeners and Matt in the Falls and Q and all those guys. I'll get out of your I'll get out of your way. All right, buddy. Well, sorry about the loss tonight. It's a tough job being a king. Sparky was but really quickly. Sparky was there and he tweeted at me. Yeah, I'm like, I should be at this game. I sh- I should be at a Bucks Kings game. I was bummed. I was at the I one last I year. I cannot let you go just yet. Okay. Hi, Grant. Tim. Tim, Tim. Shea from outside Pfizer Forum. I went inside, and then they kicked me out. And I said, "Well, I'm going to do one thing inside real quick." They're like, "Don't leave now." I, well, then we- I said, "Then I said I paid for my ticket." They said, "They came it over. Everybody out." So that's why I was in, and then I left. Well, you got to understand, you don't have, like, you look like a normal fan. You don't have any press credentials on. If you're like, hey, the game's over, but I need to stay and just do one thing, I'm thinking, this guy's going to plant a device here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You need some equipment or a lanyard, something, I, anything. I, I, I needed my fork. That's what I need. Yeah. So yeah, what are you doing? Are you uh, you got anyone to talk to? There's people that want you to go up to them. Where are they? Well, they're they're well because I left so late. Everybody's gone. I mean, they're scattered people here. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get a bobblehead because it was Giannis' uh, dad joke bobblehead, and I didn't get here in time. Uh, people are selling them for fifty, sixty bucks right now. Are they on eBay or are they like outside hawking? Uh, they were outside hawking. Someone was trying really. To stop- Yes, they were trying to stop 
they pushed them out to the sidewalks because they were like literally doing it like smack dab where I'm standing right here. Giannis and, dad joke bobblehead. Yeah. So I, 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 you tell me how much are they up on eBay for? I, I saw people leaving, just coming in, obviously like at Brewer Games, coming in to get their bobblehead and then leave right away. So I'm sure uh, they're up. $60, 65 $85, $50, $65. So it's going to be at least 50 but there's like there, it's 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 almost like three percent of the people went there to get one to sell. And it was only sorry, the, Tim. It was only the first ten thousand, obviously. So people were pissed. Oh, that they, they did that get, thing again. People were pissed that they didn't get a coupon because they don't hand them out at the door here. <laughs> table to get them. So yeah. you got people yelling at the bucks for that. So. Well, look, when the who did that, uh, people were doing that for the Brewer game, I think, for those Elmo ones that I got. And I was critical of them, but that was when I had, uh, you know, a That's paycheck every two weeks. Now that I'm fighting for money, nickels and scraps, uh, I, uh, I, I don't I don't mind that they're doing that. That was and that was a uh, that was a ticket package, too. So that it was even less of, you know. Oh, so you couldn't just buy a ticket tonight and get one? no. Oh. The first ten thousand. I saw people. Right. I, I saw people in line at like four thirty when gates open at six. So I'm sorry, Tim. That's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tim. So what was the thing you had to do? Oh, nothing. This. Come on here. Oh. <laughs> That's what I. T- I'm like, well, I got to do something first. I wanted to do it inside because it's freaking cold out here, and I didn't wear a jacket. Hmm. So, you right. walk to the games, Tim? Yeah. Tim lives. I mean, he's basically like he lives in those new apartments that the Bucks built, three thousand dollars a month. They're very. Nice. You have Lavery over for poker nights. Hey, did you see Adam Silver? He was at the game. Yeah. No. You gotta get I him for the show. I saw yeah. Weather Girl Brooke Brighton. Brooke Brighton was at the game. So I saw her on the big board. So I did not see Adam Silver. All right. Well, I'm going to get to Brett's waiting and Tony's waiting. So I want to get to these guys. All right. Do you want to stay? Yeah, I'll probably walk home. Okay. Then get get back on me when you get home. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, And then it's up to you. you. You be your own version of destiny no, you get you get tony in here tony is a good facilitator i you know in twitter spaces of him he does a good job so i'm gonna i'm gonna dip hey tony hey grant you see our guy got picked up by dion for a defensive coordinator zim that's yeah. why bart that's who i wanted mike zimmer mike zimmer is going with dion that's that's what i saw you guys discuss i'm gonna drop out i'm gonna watch. All right, grant. see you gents see you tony hey see you later so, Bart, the Bucks game today, you know what my favorite play of the game was today is when Drew Holiday threw that air ball up and then Brooke Lopez put it in. And then after Brooke got the and one, those two guys just kind of laughed and looked at each other and gave each other a little hug. I love these guys, man. They are so likable, unlike the Packers. Such a likable group. And it brought me back to two years ago. 
Well, I was talking about this too with somebody, how, you know, I'm very hard on the Brewers and I'm very hard on the Packers and I'm, I'm not that hard on the Bucks, but that's because the Bucks won. Like am I, but then there's not, I don't think there's that much to be hard on. And you're right. They're, they're a fun team. They're good dudes. There's no Jair Alexander's on this team. You know, no Jack. Okay. You brought up Jair. Let me play something real quick. Right. This is uh, my good buddy, Aaron Nagler, who on uh, Packer transplants talked about Jair. And I almost feel like I need to agree with him. I've been on the train that Jair is doing too much and he needs to shut up. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's here's Aaron. But it's just the fact that, like, you talk about the quintessential cornerback mentality. Like, the game is completely rigged if you're a corner. Like, it is rigged. It is completely it really set is. up for you to fail. Like, no, the way the NFL has gone with all the rule changes and everything they've placed to give the offense the advantage – it is completely a rigged game that you are playing. And Jair don't give a fuck. I love it. I love his attitude. So he can talk all he wants. Yeah, that's how I should feel. But instead, I'm like old man about it. And I don't like that about me. When he came after St. Brown, that was crossing a line. Like, what did St. Brown do to anyone? <laughs> you know? He dropped a two-point conversion in the NFC Championship game. I remember that. He did against Tampa. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got Hot Take Jake coming in. I got Brett and Tosa. Did oh. you have anything? Yeah, I want to talk to Hot Jake. I like to call him lukewarm Jake. Ooh. Now, I'm only going to assume that it's a lukewarm take because people it, are starting to realize that they should trade Middleton. It, you're on the right track, Jake, but you had, you're on the right track, but you had no meat on the bone. What kind of meat do you want? I mean, I got all the meat you need, pal. You're looking at match up salaries. You're just like throwing stuff out there. Well, I mean, if I didn't want to bog down the show with trade ideas, because then that just gets a little bit too like fantasy football esque, and nobody really likes listening to like, you know, the worst thing in like radio and podcast is who should I start in fantasy? Like, that's the worst segment to possibly put on the air because d- nobody gives a shit, you know? Yeah. So you. I don't want to just like start throwing. I like ideas. doing it on the radio. I wouldn't do it in this format, but I like doing it on the radio because 20 hours a week is a lot. And if I could get a guy on to give me DeAndre Hopkins or Keenan Allen for. It wasn't, Riveting. it's not the segment that's bad. Well, the segment's bad, but the call, yeah. the, the caller's persistence to let you know that they're not bad fantasy players. Like if I have two bad players there, they always have to be like, well, I drafted uh, McCaffrey and he's hurt. Nobody, that's not the part of the question. All right, go on. What about, what about like, uh, hey, uh, just so you guys know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in first in uh, three of my leagues and in second in three of my leagues. So, okay. No, yeah, I, I didn't like, listen then and I didn't I, listen just now. I like when they explain the league. It's a PRR, whatever the hell it's called. All right, whatever. Oh, you're way off. So, if we right, want to get into uh, Middleton. Yeah, if we want to get into the meat of the potatoes of like, what would it take for me to trade Middleton? Um, so look at the Bucks. One thing that I notice about when I watch them play is like Giannis is a freak, right? It's in his name. And then you have just like a bunch of old slow guys around him. So there's like nobody that can really unlock Giannis, I think. Somebody that can just get up and down the floor with him. Like they need some athleticism and some youth and 
if this whole like, you know, you give Middleton the max for four years. OK, so you're talking again, 45, 50 million dollars a year. You're locked into that. There's no like it's going to be hard to trade a guy like that once he's locked in. So, again, it's not like I'm just saying trade Middleton for any offer that you can get. But if you have a team that will offer up a young stud with a big future, the team that I keep going back to is like a team like New Orleans, who they haven't sniffed a significant run in a long, long time. They got a bunch of assets in the deal when they traded Davis to the Lakers that are now coming to fruition. Like that Lakers pick, that would be enticing to me. And then they have a really, really nice looking young prospect named Dyson Daniels. Obviously, you'd have to add other salaries to make it work, but something like that to where, um, you know, Middleton this year is more of a luxury to the Bucks. I think they're playing really, really well without him. Again, it's early, early in his comeback process, but if the I don't think they win the finals down, without him this year. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jake. Giannis just looks like he's on a different level this year, man. Very Brewer like what your mentality is here. Would Bulls fans have been like, we should trade Pippen now? Yeah, you, you got to try to win right now. If you would have said maybe like a Lori Markinen and a Mike Conley or something, I would be like, all right, I can live with that. But well, let me just say this though: we can't really, you know, compare Chris Middleton to Scottie Pippen. Like Scottie Pippen's one of the all-time greats, and Middleton is an all-time great buck. So like, there's a big difference there. I got but, Brett and Tosa here. Uh, he wanted to jump in on this specific conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I I was going to leave you a voicemail this morning, Bart, and I actually I waited. I want to hop on tonight. But it's in regards to, to Hot Take Jake here, and we can't <laughs> trade Middleton. I mean, the, like Bart says, I mean, this is one of the best bucks of all time. They won a championship. They're the favorites to win again. Like – what are you going to get for him? I mean, this is the conversation that you're having right now. I know, but like, look what the, you mentioned the Pelicans, what they get for, what the Blazers get for CJ McCollum. Like they didn't get this young guy that they were just going to build around. Well, that's, it, it takes being a good GM, I guess. And you know, it takes having some balls. It would be a ballsy move. I don't think they'll trade Middleton. I it, think it would be a ballsy move. I think it's the right move. It, it's so ballsy that if you don't get a good piece back, all of a sudden in three or four years, Giannis is looking at you like, okay, you traded my guy that I won a title with. Like, I've, I've won a title here. You want to what? I'm going to go to New York. Like, Middleton is his guy. Like, it's very clear that – and then like Tony said, I mean, you just look at the culture that the Bucks have right now, like Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Giannis. Like, I hear what you're saying. Like – in five years where's Middleton at but that's in five years like let's go win two titles in the next three four years I mean I'm I'm worried maybe about if you're playing like 2k Jake this is a this is a trade that might make more sense in 2k if like you're really looking at contracts and stuff well I need but Paul I, just, to I don't think you trade Chris I, I think Paul kind of had you going down the road I, I could hear it in the in the pod this morning. No, you didn't. Bar. I'm like, not. I'm always going to be non-trade. But Paul at least laid out a like a, and it was on uh, the Wednesday episode at the end of the Wednesday episode. If you guys missed it, it was just Paul Emig saying here would be reasons why the Bucks might trade Middleton, and there's certainly an argument to be made to trade a guy like that, that age, that salary. I just think that Middleton is too important. See, I'm in my head. You know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing in my head? I'm trying to say, I'm trying to avoid saying things that saying things like, 
he's done too much for the team. And who cares how he plays towards the end? And who cares if he talking about Middleton or Rodgers? See, so I'm trying to say things about Middleton that you can't use about Rodgers. I mean, hey, look at, like, Green Bay. This is, you know, you can't compare. It's kind of apples to oranges. But, like, how, like, that, them not trading Rodgers to Denver for what they got for Wilson. And the rumor is Denver was going to give up more for Rodgers. That's an all-time blunder. Like, you'll never be able to get that back. So, I'm not saying it's completely the same thing with Middleton, but, like, I can see a scenario in a year or two where Middleton really kind of falls off, continues to struggle with injuries, and then it's like, well, damn, now what do we do? But but you could say that, like, the Warriors last year, like, you probably could have made that same argument about Clay Thompson. Like, coming off an injury, low 30s, should we trade him? They kept they on have. what happened. They won the title. And they did. I think they could have won it without him. Speaking of Warriors, um, I'm working on something. Okay, I like that. Being sneaky. Look, um, I think part of it too is people don't like the messenger because I'm always right. So that's that's part of it that why it's it's hard for pe- people to accept that you know that's the right thing to do. But it's it's my burden to bear always being right. It sucks. Jake, nobody understands that more than me. I get it, man. It's you know, it's a tough. My tough problem, problem about being right is I'm right before people realize it or want to accept it. And I feel like you're coming from that same place. Well, like, okay, but I, for example, this year on an unnamed radio station that I'm not going to bring up, there was two gentlemen, I believe their names were um, Larry and Jerry uh, on a sh- certain show in Milwaukee. Okay. And uh, they kind of got into me. For- we're so open here. Just name the show. No, I love Larry, Larry, uh, Larry. Leroy and Gary, man. Those are my guys. Oh, you're going to rip on those two? Well, so here's the thing. I called up. It was probably six weeks before the trade deadline. My hot take that day was trade Burns, trade Woodruff. This team is not winning a World Series in the next two years, so it's pointless to have them now trade them while their value is at their highest. And Leroy said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you saying right now the Brewers aren't going to make the playoffs? I said, that's exactly what I'm saying. And I got laughed off the airwaves. Oh, well, you know, I like Mike, I said, it's tough being right. For you there, Jake. What, Tony? I think Mike the Painter had that take before Jake. To trade. See, there's another wise man that, you know, we just we should be listening I to. A, I got a Packer question for you guys since I'm down here in Dallas. If McCarthy All right, wins- just, to, just to recap, I got Tony in Texas here. We got Brett and Tosa. I'd take Jake. This is a if, squad. So I'm here in Dallas, guys. And if the if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, did the Packers make the wrong choice and, and go on Rodgers' side and, and they should have gone with McCarthy? That's hard Ooh. to say. The answer is no. McCarthy should have been fired in 2014. There was no coming back from what happened. So I, the yeah. fact that they held on to him for too long. Right. But No. No, McCarthy, McCarthy, you know, sometimes the person needs a change of scenery too. McCarthy's reinvigorated. He's a Dallas Cowboy coach. He's got Jerry Jones barking at him all the time. You know, he can go on primetime and beat a Colts team by 35. It's the most watched game of the year. He, this was good for him. So, uh, well, no, here's the, the, thing. Made the wrong choice, not trading Rogers after that. Right. My thing with McCarthy is this. He's a great coach, right? He's a great football coach. He'll tell you he loves to just say football. Like, 
It's just like the first word out of his mouth when he wakes up in the morning. But there comes a time, I think, especially in modern sports where you can't hear the same voice for such a long period of time. Like the prime example I think about is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They built themselves up under Tony Dungy and they just couldn't get to that next step. They come in, they get rid of him. They bring in John Gruden, and the very next year they win the Super Bowl. And it's not because yeah, me on the radio is like t- uh, Tony John Dungy. Now me in a podcast is like John Gruden. I love it. Hell yeah! You know, Dungy was obviously a good enough coach to win a Super Bowl. It's just that particular team needed a different voice and a different leadership path. That's my thoughts with McCarthy. He was always a good coach. He always will be a good coach, but he had just run his course. And you said it, Bart. After that Seattle debacle, somebody's head needed to be put on a spike. As an example, somebody needed to take a fall for that. And they were just kind of like, eh, you know, but I do understand it's it very hard in that moment. It's very hard in that moment to actually do because everyone's still in, you know, did we really are we we're not. No, that, that was a that, OK. That was a radio show thing. Taking every conversation on Earth and, and making it the 2014 NFC championship game. It's been eight years now that I'm in podcast form. I got to move on. I got I got to move on. I'm going to go tonight and watch the highlights because I still haven't seen the two-point conversion. I've never seen that play. I've only heard about it. I'm going to watch it tonight and finally move on because I but can't. Can I say one more thing? I just want to say one more thing. Yeah. Mike McCarthy, why wasn't he fired? Because he was given a little bit more time based on previous performance. He won a Super Bowl. So – you hate to get rid of a guy based on what he did for you, not what he's going to do for you. Am I right? It all comes. That's the take I generally Look. agree on. I generally agree on that take. So let's flesh it out a little more uh, next week. Uh, Let, Jake. I'm here for it. Let's go back to Middleton, Bart, because that let's slow down the role here that we can win a championship without Chris Middleton. I mean, what happened last year? Like we were looking for that guy that to go to in clutch situations and can get a bucket. Like I love Drew Holiday. He's Do you great, make, but... think we can if we trade Mid- now? Obviously, there's going to be a return, but I think middle. I don't. You're not going to win a title with the, you're this. So here, okay, this team's winning the title. Yes, I'm very. I, like, I, I again, I, I'm not putting out chairs again. This who else is winning? Boston. I know Boston. the whole national media wants Boston. Bucks or Celtics. It's going to be Bucks or Celtics. This team with middle, they're beating Boston. They should have beat them last year. They were close to literally last year is overblown. The Bucks if, don't need to make a single roster move. They're winning. He's better this year, though, Jake. Jalen Brown and, and Tatum are better. They're ascending players. You just, so is Giannis. You just mentioned that, Jake, to get young to get younger players. That's the, the case right there. You're not even following your own advice. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are ascending players. That that scares the hell out of me during playoff time. That, that guy went nuclear on us, Tatum, in game six. That, that, Celtic, guy, that guy's the, a handful, man. That's a tough matchup. Now they got Brogdon. They, they got a lot of guys, man. That, that is going to be a tough matchup. And for us Bucks fans to say that's going to be an easy roll, we're going to roll. You, you guys are crazy. It is yeah. not. That's going to be a seven-game slug them out, and that's why I want home court. I'm totally with you, Tony. The Celtics are the Celtics are really, really good. That to me, that that's the championship right there. It is. And, and right you can't here. you can't trade Chris Middleton when you're trying to compete for a title with Giannis. Who's that Boston Celtic killer? Chris Middleton, Jake. Well, 
Hot take. I think heat. last year is a little bit overblown because literally in that last game, they just needed one guy besides Giannis to have a good game, and everybody put up a stinker. So, yeah, that could have been Middleton, but it's not like they got swept by the Celtics last what, year. Hey, Jake, what do you think about Grayson Allen right now? And do you see it happening this year, or you think he's getting traded? Or he's the man. He's a good player. I he's good today too. Down the stretch, made some big plays. He well, does. You can trade Grayson Allen if you want to trade Grayson Allen. Let's trade Grayson Allen, but don't do it for Jay Crowder. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's. But that's the thing that a lot of Bucks fans fall victim to is that like. They want to bring in scrubs that just happen to kill us every now and then. And then they don't do dick when they get to the Bucks. Okay, I'm going to move on from this combo. Uh, convo. I want to say something. I, I mean this. Um, and I, I, don't want to, I don't want to talk like this too much because then it sounds like lame and dumb. But I, I really like doing these podcasts. I can get Brett in now, Jake's in now, Tony's in now, and we can just talk. And I really like that and i appreciate you guys spending a little bit of your wednesday with me and again i don't want to sound because i feel i really do feel like the more sincere i sound the more like i'm being condescending but this means the world to me and i'm so thankful okay now nah, you're the man bart we love you thanks bart Thank, keep it up man keep grinding live your dream and yeah get that that truck in, in winkler at the riverside or something okay that is something i seriously want to do um and i threw it out there last night on twitter if I could get a, I want to do a live because Chuck, Chuck Freeman does not think that a Bart and Chuck reunion is worth a one hour Bart Winkler show podcast, which I understand. However, if like a radio station wants to do with us, like I'm not, I'm not giving it away. So what I want is Chuck and I on a stage doing a show with special surprises and fun bits. And I would overproduce the hell out of it. And I'd charge 10 bucks ahead and we'd pack the plate. I mean, I could get 200 people. If I can't get 200 people, right? Could a Chuck Bart. and Bart reunion get 200 people for 10 bucks ahead? I would pay 50. I'll say yes. In, in the same way that like, if Justin Timberlake decided to get back with NSYNC for one show, like, you know, everybody would be there to see JT. Ten but, bucks. You know, oh yeah, NSYNC's Every, there too. Ten bucks. Ten bucks is a fast food meal these days. Well, I'm there in the front row. Like it'll be like you with the championship chairs. I'll be camped out waiting for that. Could you imagine, like a uh, uh, Mike Notebook, Mike and Mike the Painter, Dave from Cutting? Uh, you know what? On second thought, that might not be a good idea. I don't know if you want to get all these weirdos in one place, Bart. <laughs> what is this then, Jake? No, you can watch over him, Jake. You don't have to look. No, present company included, man. <laughs> All right, boys. Keep up the good work, Bart. Right. Appreciate you, bud. Thanks, I'm Bart. See you, guys. In, see you guys. I'm going to bring in him, Shay. Was that pretty sentimental by me? Yeah. I mean it. I think you could do it. I am going to try. I'm lucky enough to be able to try this. Now, I did have one person who I've talked to on the side, I won't say their name here, who told me, you know how everyone's like, Bart, follow your dream. One person specifically told me, dude, don't be afraid to quit on your dream. Ron from Rome. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie, come on, I'm trying, Ron. Uh... Uh, I do want to try to hack Rami's show. I got some comments to read, some voicemails to play. I want to hack Rami's show. Do I have you for 20, Tim? 
Yeah. Okay. And I appreciate that. Uh, I do also want to mention Happy Place Hemp. I got a couple of great messages that I'm trying to find here on my Twitter. Uh, HappyPlaceHemp.com, um, promo code BART. Yes, Tim. My brother has updated me on the dog tincture, the spray. Yes. Yes. Works fabulous. Yes. Yeah. It is. I'm, I'm going to probably have to get another bottle for Christmas. Yeah, because they have them for pets. Yep. So, oh, where is this? Oh, I got it. So, I was talking about Happy Place Hemp a little bit. Uh, promo code BART. A couple of comments here. This one really resonated with me. Patty, she says, the grape ones. These are the purple ones I always talk about. I, I call them the nighttime ones. CBD, CBN. I take, them before, I take them before I go to bed. She said, the grape ones kind of sneak up on you. It feels like they're not going to work. And then all of a sudden, it's morning. I t- yep. So I go I go to Happy Place Hemp. They're like, well, if you're going to talk about it, you have to try the product. I'm like, well, absolutely. So I go home. I try the product. I'm sitting there eating these gummies. And I'm like, this stuff don't work? Really? So I And I had one gummy about an hour prior to that. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up. Maybe go have another one. See what happens. Next thing I knew, it was 7.30. My kid's in bed with me. Okay? So <laughs> it, it, it worked tremendous. I'm like... From that moment on, I knew that this was going to be great. So I'm glad that Patty knew the same thing. Uh, Matt says, placed two orders already. Been really pleased with them. I got the mango ones. Those are THC free. I got the Grape Night ones. I got all six of the sample packs. Still haven't broken into them yet. If you want to get started in this, they do sample packs. You get a little of the grape ones, a little of the mango, some of the THCOs, some of the Delta 8s, Delta 9s. So happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. Happyplacehemp. Dot com. Should we do uh, comments, voicemails, or try to hack Rami? Uh, let's hack Rami. Unless you want to do comments first. Well, Rami doesn't have his StreamYard link up. Is he still live? I don't know. Rami goes on YouTube after Kings games. Let's see if he's now, still is it, is it station affiliated? Like, is it on the station too? Or is it just YouTube? I think it's something that he does on YouTube. That's for... It was 15 minutes. That's it? I got to get him on. He's like, I can't come on Wednesday. I'm doing my own show. A 15 minute post game show? Yeah. Come on. Are you done streaming already? I was going to hack you. <laughs> Come on my show. I'll email link. But now he's probably walking the dog. I mean, what? It's only 8 o'clock out there. Might be eating dinner. Might be eating dinner. So the Kings... the. He's talking about how if De'Aaron Fox was played better, he would have uh, the Kings would have won the game. And he's doing fifteen minute post game shows. <laughs> what a loser! All right, let me read some comments about tonight. Yeah, read some comments. Game. Good crowd uh, tonight, by the way. Very good crowd. Obviously. Well, there was a bobble. Obviously, yeah. You give something away. Q says Giannis could be Aaron Judge in the MLB. Let me play a voicemail, Aaron Judge specific. This is from Corey. All right. 
Voicemail is brought to you by Carl's Place, carloft.com. You can also go to my link, which is in the Twitter section of my Twitter. Stupid. But I have a Twitter post pinned where Toby and I went golfing there. You can check out simulators, browse around a little bit, uh, and, and have at it. Carl's Place bringing you the voicemails. Here's Corey. Hey, Bart, it's me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that dumb shit. This is Corey and Tosa. Uh, just calling to see um, your thoughts on the Aaron Judge uh, nine years, $360 million mega signing that happened this morning. Uh, and then as soon as I, you know, it was like $40 million a year, essentially, uh, there's no way that we're keeping Burns if that's, you know, if that's going to be setting like a new standard for, for these signings. I mean, even Woodruff. Uh, is going to be an incredible amount of money, and Mark's never going to do that. And then when it does come time for Mark to pull the trigger on somebody, you know, that's huge like that, you know, he's just going to sign, you know, and we're going to get another guy like Braun, uh, you know, who's going to be do well, you know, and then just fall off. Same with Yelich, um, you know, so, you know, who's the next guy? Is it, you know, are they going to sign Willie Adamas long-term? Is that going to be the answer? You know, constantly spinning our wheels. Um, and if Stearns leaves, then, you know, who knows what will happen after that as well. So anyway, just want to get your thoughts on that. And, uh, yeah, we will uh, talk to you later. All right, that's our good, good buddy, Corey. Um, I do want to say this about Aaron Judge. We were never in on him, obviously. Baseball is set up where we're not in on like basically anybody that got signed. I so John Heyman, right? He screwed up and said that he's going to the Giants and everyone's killing him. Is this bad to say? This might be bad to say. I wanted him to stay with the Yankees. Aaron Judge is a Yankee. Yeah. I know we hate all these teams Yankees, Cowboys, Duke. But I don't know. I respect the sanctity. I didn't want Aaron Judge. I want Aaron Judge ninety nine to be retired. There's been so many great Yankees, and I just I didn't want Aaron Judge to be like a Pools, where he spends half of his Pools. I believe was an Angel longer than a Cardinal. I believe so. So I didn't I didn't want that for Judge. So I'm glad I'm glad, I'm glad Judge is like as a just as a I don't even know if it's as a fan. I just. If I had a rooting interest in it, I wanted Aaron Judge to be a Yankee. I think that's kind of weird, but I did. Yeah, I, I get it. I get that. You're telling me we weren't in it for Aaron Judge, too? Did you say that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm currently texting with Rami. What did he say? How long are you going to be on for? I'm FaceTiming my girlfriend and making and eating tamales. I said, hang up and just give me five, you loser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pam, the perpetual painter, says, it's weird how Rami just left in time, you know? You want the the uh, undocumented story? Once Rami left, the bell sounded at Odyssey HQ, and they said, well, shit, he's been carrying the station for 15 years. Time to pull the plug. That's what happened. Rami left. Cost me a job. <laughs> uh, let's see. Me too. 
Daniel says, do not trade Chris Middleton. Yeah, where where did this Chris Middleton trade talk come from? Were you just hypothetically doing that? No, I did it to be a dick to you one night. I know, but why why are we still talking about it? I don't think it's, I don't think it's like, it's not dominating Milwaukee. It's just kind of in our little corner of the world. But the only reason that it comes up on this show is because I said that you said you wanted to trade him just to fuck with you. I know that. God, I can't wait to see you the next time because I will. Even though you said that you wish you were to throw me into a Christmas tree, I will throw you into a Christmas tree. Look at this. Does Tim have a fork? Tim, where is your fork? I I don't know. You want me to go get my fork at home? Q has images of forks. What is that? Oh, those are forks. I got a lot of people talking about Lisa and Marcus Johnson's chemistry. I think their chemistry is very good. If Lisa's with Novak, I just listen on the radio. Are you kidding me? Can I change the subject for one quick second here? Please. Um, Badgers with a big victory last night. Yes, and I watched it. Maryland. Good win. Held them to 59 points. They were averaging, what, like 83 a game? So um, the undefeated goes into Cole Center once again and come out with a loss. So You know why college basketball is cool is because, again, I don't want to say like that game meant nothing, but in the moment you're like, we got to beat Maryland. But then if you did, who cares? It means something. Big Ten victory. Don't give me the Big Ten championship. Oh, no, I don't. I mean, if great. If they win it, great. If they don't, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, Corey says, what happens first? The Brewers sign a free agent or him, Shea, gets lucky. It does seem like you have a lot of irons in the fire, Tim. Yeah, I do. When it rains, it pours. Brewers ain't signing a free agent. Come on. Were you getting lucky? Uh, I already have. Like in your life one time or in the yes, last month? God. Or like in the last month? Uh, last couple of weeks. God. Fuck. Next time I'll fucking tape it for you. Lord. Everyone's so concerned about me getting lucky. There's a lot. Of, there was a lot of talk that you never have ever. Uh huh. Okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'll make. I'll make sure. I'll make sure to you know send a video next time. Just to the masses. Fuck. Gary says, if you need people to watch on YouTube to make money versus listening on the pod, I'd bring that up. Jerry, I need you to listen on the pod and listen on YouTube. And then tip me on Venmo. <laughs> uh, got a lot of people in the comments talking about Middleton. JM says, I like Bochamp with Giannis. Too bad he got sick. It is weird. Like Bochamp. Okay. So Bochamp got sick or whatever. They mentioned on the broadcast. This is all I'm going off of. 
Um, so maybe he wasn't ready to play again. But Bochamp's not going to play for another month. No. Like, Bud played him good. And Bud, Bud played Mamu. Mamu did the interview at halftime the other night. He was like, I just love playing. <laughs> Pope, uh, Pope Shreddy, I don't see you. I'm going to kick you out again. I need you to watch on YouTube. I don't know. Sometimes people get in the stream yard to watch. I need you to watch on YouTube. Otherwise, it screws everything up for me. Jake says, Cowboys ain't winning. They are winning the Super Bowl. No, Kansas City is. But Cowboys may be there. Uh, Q says, $10 is too cheap. Don't sell yourself short. If Chuck Freeman and I did a reunion... How much do you think I should charge? At let's I say, I think you should charge twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Maybe don't. Yeah, but I don't. Cash. I don't want I don't even want to charge people. I would just need to do it for my time. Then donate either charge people twenty bucks, donate half of it to the toy drive next year, and then you keep the other ten. Yeah, fair. Uh, Pope asked about doing a Patreon. I'm not charging people to listen to the show. Like I said yesterday, if you have a business, I'll take a sponsorship. <laughs> but I'm not going to charge listeners. I, I've always been on the radio, which has been free, medium. But if we did a show, I would I would produce it like Charlie Day did The Nightman Cometh in Always Sunny. If, if if I could get a stage for one night with Chuck Freeman and I, I would, I can't even tell you, I would, I would come down on a harness. I would bring, I would fly in Mike Wicked on my own dime. I'd bring in a hot tub and Chuck and I would end the segment in a hot tub. <laughs> It'd be like the variety hour. I, I mean, I would produce, I would produce a two hour show. That would be unlike anything you've ever seen in Milwaukee before. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking like WTMJ reads the Christmas fucking story and David Gruber comes out and everyone cheers because he's the one celebrity in the city. I'm talking about, I'm talking about a goddamn show that no matter how I could charge a hundred and you would walk out and say, fuck, I got to give him another hundred. I, this is my life. 2023 is I'm doing it. All right. And if no, if I can't secure a theater, if it's too costly, I'll do it at Croatian Park. I don't care. All right. Uh, Matt in the Falls voicemail. Oh, boy. Hello, Bart. It is Matt in the Falls. I repeat, Matt in Menominee Falls, identifying myself. When are we going to hear the uh, interview story? Because you've been teasing it for two episodes now. So uh, expectations are soaring. So you might want to just get it out of the way. It's not that great. Again, Matt in Menominee Falls. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I had an interview last week with a corporate job. I feel like I tanked it. I'm not sure that story is over yet, though. Oh boy. I'm not ready to tell it. All right. Again, I think what I did say is at one point during the interview, I said, should I just leave? But I'm not ready. 
All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, after a quick reminder, happyplacehemp.com, promo code BAR, 25% off every order. I text Rami. I have not heard back from Rami since I text him. Who's ever watching, please text, tweet, at Rami is tweeting. At Rami is tweeting. Tell him to get his ass in here. I'm going to text him right now. Let's go, bitch. I want to wrap up and drink and watch the Connors. Love the Connors. <laughs> Big Roseanne fan of the show. I think the Connors is a great epilogue to that show. Long story. So everyone tweet at Rami is tweeting. At Rami is tweeting. To get his ass in here. Hey, Bart, your Panthers lost. It did, yeah. Yeah. The Panthers. You know what? I saw Bart Lundy at the World Cup thing at Nomad on uh, Saturday. I think I might have. Nobody knew who he was, and I don't. I don't like that the UWM coach can just go into a bar and like be in a bar. And I know he's relatively new and stuff, but he's the he's a D one coach in the city he's in, and he's on the East Side and he's on Brady Street. And maybe people don't recognize him now, but people are going to start. I'm t- I do believe like nobody people are going to be like, oh, how did Milwaukee do tonight? You know, oh, accidentally see Milwaukee one. Oh, that's nice. But I do believe if Milwaukee gets into the tournament, that will be a great day. And us watching them get smoked by Arizona is going to be fun. Well, they're actually playing good quality basketball. It's you know, something they haven't done over the last three, four years. So, All right, I text Rami. Uh, I would like people to tweet him. The head dog tweets Rami, says, let's go, bitch. Get your ass in the stream. Winks thinks needs to watch the Connors. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Are Bart and him, Shay, actually going to do a live watch podcast for the Badgers bowl game? We could. I threw that out to Toby and Paul, and they both shot it down instantly. Why? They don't want to do it. It's a Tuesday night. I'm going to have to talk about the game anyway if I'm going to put out a Wednesday pod. Christmas week's already going to be weird. I have a couple of, like, special bonus episodes I'm going to do, but I don't know what it's going to be like. So I I would love to do that. Well, you know me. I'm always game. I'm always game. Uh, Let me see. I saw Steve Sparky Pfeiffer was at the game tonight. He was. Here, I got one more voicemail from uh, Gary. Ellerson? Nah. Okay. Bart, this is Gary from Oklahoma. Long-time listener. Glad you got a podcast. It's been great so far. Love that we can use the F word. Um, I just heard something on the radio, and this is exactly why I don't want the Packers to win going forward. Uh, there are people that are commending Joe Barry for making adjustments in the second half and stopping Justin Fields. Come on. Come on. His defense has been terrible all year. We do not 
not want to win these games and start having, uh, oh, well, maybe Joe Barry needs another year. Maybe Joe Barry needs to prove it here. No, hell no. Fuck that. That guy needs to be fired. As far as uh, Matt LaFleur, I've been sick of looking over and seeing him like he's looking like the little brother to everybody. You know, Rogers in there talking down to him. Robert Sala coming up, you know, and, uh, Mike Bra- you know, Vrabel coming up to him. Just, it, it just, they all have this smirk on their face. They all like, okay, hey, little brother, where's my homework? Uh, just sick of it. Um, the other thing is, you know, I, I really would like to move on uh, from Brian Gutekinds. I think it's, uh, I, I don't know. It was fireable to draft Jordan Love. And then you know, another fireable offense was uh, extending Rogers. Um, I don't know. This team's in, you know, kind of purgatory is what was mentioned on your show. And uh, I, I just, it could be a long few years. Anyway, keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Oh, that's a good call, Gary. Talking a little Packers. Yeah. They got a bye week coming up, which I think, thank Christ. Yeah, what are you going to do this weekend? Uh, Okay, you want to know how the shows are going to go? Today's a Thursday show. Friday is me and Horvat. Yep. And then Sunday night, Bucks have a game. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Sunday night, the Bucks play against the Rockets. Six o'clock, probably an eight thirty end time. So we will come on and do a live buck show. Um, update. I need an update from you. Are you going to Monday Night Raw, or as of now, no? Still, no. I'm up to something. All right. Monday night, I'm up to something. Okay. Coffee. Um, more people have tweeted Rami. I think I'm going to give up on Rami. I don't think he's going to come on. Brian says, please, uh, at Rami's tweeting, please get on the air to join Bart ASAP. He needs you to join his life. Rami just text me. I just hung up on my girlfriend for you. We might have Rami. I was just about to call him. Wow. We might be getting Rami. Well, you get Rami, then I'm out. Why? Well, you can talk to him. Chris says, I think you should start doing TikToks. I've done oh, like he has. Yeah, they're hard, though. I remember teaching you that first day, kind of. You did. When you shoved a pretzel in my mouth. I did. I did. Uh, Erica says, are we seeing a better George Hill? Maybe it's seeing more of Carter, but I am not as angry with Hill this season. I think you're not as angry with Hill because we're seeing less of Hill. Yep. George Hill has a spot on this team. 14 minutes a night, come and play some defense, maybe knock down a three. Good presence, smart guy. Let's the other guys do the work. 14 minutes of George Hill is great. Great in the regular season, you know, so these other guys can play great um in the playoffs again veteran presence um we do not need 30 minutes of george hill is the thing (laughs) that means we're in trouble all right rami says he's coming on but now he's asking me for the stream yard link 
which I have emailed to him 30 fucking minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't realize how decent the Kings are this year so far. 13 and 9 at the time, now 13. Yeah, well, I don't 10. take you for much of a sports fan, so I'm not too surprised. Oh, okay. Just kidding. I don't know. How, do like how do you like the. Hey, how do you like the North Carolina coach hire? Uh, the offensive coordinator? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's definitely going to be a different kind of offense that they're going to be running in Madison, something that we're not used to seeing. And I can already hear people saying, I don't like the offense. I don't like how they run it. What happened to our running game? Calm down. Change is, change is good. Change is needed. Change I, Wisconsinites don't take change very well. You know, someone who thought I, I thought his life would never change, but he he went and did it. <laughs> he went and fucking did it. <laughs> Romald Makloff. Romald? Romald. You. What's up, boys? What's up, dude? Not much. Just eating some tamales, some homemade tamales. Rami and I texted in the uh, week. I don't know what a tamale is. It's a, it's a masa, which is like a, a corn flour mixed with fat, and it's uh, wrapped. You usually wrap a meat and or some kind of cheese in the middle. You wrap a corn husk around it and then steam it. There are spices and sauces involved as well. What kind are you eating? It's delicious. I got some pork. I got some chicken, and I think. Uh, Jalapeno and cheese. Hmm. No. They're good. They're good. I've had them. Really yep. Rami and I texted a little this week. I said, hey, Buck's playing the Kings. Can we find a time to maybe do something? And he was totally game for it. And then he said, ah, oh, here's the thing. I got a Kings postgame show. And I go, all right, that's that's cool. And I thought, you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll hack his postgame show. And in the 16th <laughs> minute of my show, I checked the uh, Rami show, and it ended after 15 minutes. Yeah, Here's Rami Makloff trying to talk up the Kings. Kings fever, pretty man. Fifteen minutes. I haven't even. I haven't even done my reads for my now three sponsors on the three? show. Three. What do we got? We got Happy Place Hemp. Get your gummies. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Promo code Bart twenty five percent off. We got another Golden Chicken Friday coming up tomorrow. Golden Chicken for all your picks. Twenty four hour catering. And uh, you can get delivery from there as well. Don't forget their Friday fish fry and the Ryan Orbot mini tacos. And Carl's Place, carlvt.com. And check out my pinned tweet where you can get a customized golf simulator for your home, garage, or other space. Did you oh. just say the Ryan Orbot mini taco? Yes. He has his own mini taco? Bill never had cheesy bread or whatever the fuck. Take it to Bill Michaels. Did you did you ever see the video where Bill Bill did this? This is fucking true. Bill went to a Wendy's because there was it a Wendy's? Yeah, because it was no cousins because it was a Bill Michaels sub with a side of Radio Joe. Uh huh. And the Bill Michaels was double pepperoni melt or whatever. He. He tapes himself in a cousin's saying, hey, can I get the... This is why we had Tim. This is why we had you do the bit. 
Because <laughs> Bill goes, can I get the Bill Michaels? And she goes, what's a, what's a Bill Michael? What's a Bill Michael? And he goes, oh, you double pepperoni, actually. And she goes, so we, what? And then, and then that fails miserably. And then he goes, and a side of Radio Joe. And she's like, I sign a what kind of coleslaw? <laughs> and then he posted it. Oh. Like that's when you delete. You delete it. You don't yeah, they're, not all, they're not all hits. Some things on that'd be up like that'd be like that'd be like people if people were like, hey Bart, I went to a Perkins to get a Bart's big breakfast. They have, they don't even serve breakfast, you fucking moron. <laughs> and then I post it. You know what I mean? Uh... <laughs> that is fantastic. What's Molly's getting to you, bud? He's look at look at what you did. Watch this. <laughs> hey, Rami. Rami. <laughs> yeah. Has, has anyone told you? Has anyone told you today that? That you look good and it looks like you've lost some weight? Uh, not today, no, but thank you. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Hey, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah. this is fun. <laughs> Were you going to have a king me? podcast like this? <laughs> Were you going to ask me about the kings? Or... <laughs> you think I give a shit about the kings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the Kings. <laughs> so we're just here to catch up. When else are we gonna do it? You have a you have a busy radio job. I eat gummies in my basement and take naps every day. I mean, if we're just, all right, if we're just catching up, how's uh, how's the wife? How's the kid? Uh. Good. I think I'm gonna try to do this. Like, I think I'm gonna try to do this. Do what? Try to make podcasts a full time job. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you get close to a, a thousand subscribers? I got my thousand. I just need a few more watch hours. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm getting uh, Zach Gelb shifts again soon. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Get you superstar. How do you feel about uh, – I will ask you something about the Kings in a minute. But how do you okay. feel like there are more than, I'd say, two dozen people that feel like you knew, and that's why you jetted out of town? No, I didn't know. No, I had no idea. Do you think I knew? You know how much I knew. I knew nothing. I know nothing. Nobody tells me anything. Yeah, people are like, did Rami leave? And when did you leave? August or June? Uh, June. Yeah, June. And I was like, can I rehash the timeline of what Rami did in his second stint at 1250? He did a show with Tim Allen every day, every day mm -hmm. for a month. Then mm -hmm. he did the Rami show every day for two months. Then he worked one to two days a week for the next six months. And then he left. <laughs> 
if he knew, we all should have known. <laughs> that is that is an unfair characterization, sir. I took a few days off, but that's that's and not it wasn't quite that much. Q says Rami knew. I thought it was a encore. I honestly felt good about my second stint in Milwaukee. Well, one thing I said here is that um I feel like these two, what has it been? Oh, September, to, I've been doing this for three months almost. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this era is, I, I feel like the content's been better than the show. And I was really digging the show a lot of days. But I, like just earlier in this episode, I had Brett and Tosa, Hot Take Jake, Tony in Texas, and we were just having a good conversation. I feel like just allows us to do more in this uh, medium. Yeah, I could never eat tamales and choke on them from laughing in the medium that we worked in previously. Matt thinks you look like a homeless junkie from Skid Row. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> you had to post that? You had to <laughs> post everything, Rami. Everything. <laughs> you had to post that. Well, then Matt said, let my voice be heard, so I had to go back and find it. I'm your guest. That's how you treat your guests. You just post hateful, mean-spirited things that your your viewers are posting. By the way, where are we streaming right now? Huh? No, this is a FaceTime. <laughs> you just have a background of the Bart Winkler show on your FaceTime? Check this out. Uh, Matt bought me a ring light. Mm-hmm. And a green screen. <laughs> I was wondering why you look so sexy. Uh, Matt in the fall. That was this is bathtub Matt. Oh, hey Matt. Yeah, your boy. He started out on your show, I think. Did I discovered Co- that? Song. Corey says he was listening to some Kings recap where they said, "I think if Deer and Fox played better, the Kings would have won." Um, I mean, yeah. and what I said about you was. You're at this point with the Bucks a few years ago where you have to like kind of like break down the game. And I can like half well, I'm not doing this for anyone, so I can do nothing. But Bucks fans can be like big picture stuff. Yeah. You're like these game every game is like a, you got 82 NFL games with this Kings team because they've been bad for 16 years. They've got a good record, people are invested. So in a way it kind of makes it easier for you and all, but I mean you do have to like give a shit about Kings basketball, but in a way, it's like we got game night every couple of days. But it's been it's been easy to to be interested because they're they're a fun team, man. Man, they're an entertaining. They play an entertaining brand of basketball. They're running up and down the court and putting up 120, 130 points on a regular basis. They haven't played great defense until recently, but it's fun basketball to watch, and I think they're good. I think I think this is sustainable. I think this will last for the season, and they're going to be in the playoff mix. At the beginning of the season, everybody thought play-in was the best case. Excuse me, scenario. I think playoffs is a legitimate possibility now. <laughs> Where are they right now? Uh, they were the three seed coming in, or the four seed coming into the night, but two games out of the one seed. The West is all bunched up. Whoa, this is the wrong picture. <laughs> Shit. 
I'm, I'm trying something on the YouTube. Got YouTube? Huh? Is that where we're at? We're on YouTube right now? Yeah, we're on YouTube. And then I, uh, so I do like live Bucks shows. And then it serves as, the, this is also the Thursday podcast. Oh, so this will be repurposed. Well, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> nice. I'm not going to. Bye. Please don't make this part the clip that you post to Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I got the Sacktown Sports logo behind me where Rami works. Um, here, uh, Q says, ask Rami about the Bears. What about them? They're still not good. Justin Fields is fun to watch. They'll probably break him. They're still not good at football. Uh, no, I think I think Justin Fields works out. I mean, he should, but you got to get the dude some help. Every what quarterback- would your takes be? What, what would you be talking about Packers wise right now? Uh, if I was uh, still in Milwaukee, you mean? What would I be talking about Packers wise? I mean, well, Aaron Rodgers- you know, a lot of people wanted them to lose, and then I, I felt with this Packers Bears game, I wasn't super into the win. I felt like, and then I think at one point the announcers were like, "What another great installment in this rivalry." Fuck, man, both teams suck. We're not going to remember. Hey, remember in December? You know I mean, I, I was at a bar watching England Senegal. I wasn't watching this game. Bar, you know how cynical a Bears fan I am. I don't let myself get excited about the Bears. During that game on Sunday, and I wasn't watching the game. It wasn't on TV out here. And the Bears aren't good enough for me to pay for the Sunday ticket. But uh, so I was watching highlights, you know. I was texting my brother. And my friends and stuff. And the Bears got out to that big lead. And Justin Fields was running away from Joker's 70-yard touchdown or whatever that was. And I was like, this is it, man. This is the turning point in the rivalry. Aaron Rodgers is old. He's cooked. Justin Fields is the future. And I should have known better. I should have known that that. That's the reason why I wanted. Because uh, the, Bear, the Bears, Bears fans cared way more about this game than Packers fans did. I, I I let myself uh, feel that and think that for two quarters, and I should have known better. I do know better, and I don't know what got the whole what got a hold of me, but it was never going to happen, and I don't know if it will ever happen. Well, I think sometimes you just want things to root for, you know. Sure, I'm rooting for Bart Winkler. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, I'm rooting for me too. <laughs> God. That's a great picture. <coughs> mm. What's the deal with corn nuts? So what's up? You like Sacramento? Somehow, I, since you've come on, the numbers, people are watching it. I like always want to quit doing these, but people are watching. I, I've, want, I've noticed this before. What's the Jake thinks you have weed lung. What? What's that background? It's the Bart Winkler show, but I'm going to... No, I'm gonna... the, the house behind you. Oh, I just found it online. I typed in Zoom backgrounds. Yeah, oh. you do have weed lung. Holy shit. That's why you got to take gummies. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. 25% off your order. Happyplacehemp.com. Why, why, why smoke when you can just eat a gummy? That's what I've always said. Yep. Look at Rami. He can't even do this. 
I just this is just a I typed in Zoom backgrounds and I found it. I just burned my dog's food because mm. of you. Well, what were you and your girlfriend talking about? You know, just the day. Yeah. Why'd yeah. you have Sparky on the station today instead of me? Because Sparky is a Kings fanatic. Did you know that? Is he? Yeah. Sparky has jumped on the Kings bandwagon. Like I, I, I actually listened to that. That was good. See? I, did, I didn't know he was a big Kings fan. Tim Shea, Tim Shea was listening. Why weren't you listening, Bart? thought you loved me. thought you supported me. Can I get real about Steve for a sec? Uh-oh. Are you going to be mean? Don't be mean. Why would I be mean to Steve? I don't know. He's usually, can I be real about so-and-so is followed by something mean. There was one day where I fucked up bad at the station. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he was telling me, like, Bart, we've put so much into this. And I was like, man, I got to see how much he cared, you know? Yeah. Because you know how much he cares, but I got to feel it and I got to see it. And then if I doubted that for a second, him at that toy drive, man, this year? He, was, he was hustling people. Yeah, I mean, it was back to year one shit. He was like, because he's still got a platform, but it's not 12 hours a day. Right. And it's not Bill on his, you know, 16 stations. So he's just, asking, he's just telling people, hey, we're doing this, we're doing this. And, and it worked. And he got a bunch of toys. And there's this one company that hadn't donated in 10 years and they came back. And that kid cares, man. Yeah. I man. love the guy. Nobody cares more than Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. I love him. I love him to death. He's my big bro. You want to talk to Badger Bloody uh, Red? What's up? Oh, it's Badger Badger Bloody Reviews. What's up, Bart? What's up? Oh, I couldn't see the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I should have just gone with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. (laughs) Right on. Yeah, I was hanging out over at uh, you know Ike Catholic Hour with Grant and those folks, but I figured popping into your stream would be a little more interesting. Is that a Morocco flag? It is. Good looks. I uh, studied abroad there in college, so uh, super happy to see him pull the upset against Spain. Yeah, now they got Portugal, right? I believe so. Uh, Sans Ronaldo, based on what it sounds like. You got a flag of uh, Morocco in your house, you better fucking know who they play. <laughs> good point. Good point. Hey, I don't have as much time on my hands to follow soccer like you, Bart. I'm unemployed. Exactly. What's up? But hey. Oh, you know, just uh, popping in to say hi. I want to say how much I like the program, man. Uh, I drive for my day job, and I uh, got to say, having your pod on the daily is uh, good listening for the road. You doing this every day, Bart? You do a daily podcast? Do you not know what I'm doing? I knew there was a podcast. <laughs> I check I'm it, out. it out every day, every day at 5 a.m. at post Spotify, wow. Apple, YouTube. Wow. I'm basically doing my show as a pod. Yeah, I'm doing my show as a pod, Rami. Jesus Christ. I didn't know it was every day. That's good. good for, like even on the weekends? No, fuck the weekends. I drink coffee and get up, go to the park. <laughs> there you go. Right on. Yeah, All right, I think it. I am going to wrap he's, it up soon. Uh, he's Badger, grinding, you got putting out the content. Huh? 
Oh, I was just saying to Rami how much you're grinding every day to put out the content. Like, God damn, it looks like you're almost working harder than you were, you know, when you were on an actual station. I, I shouldn't I say I might that. work out more hours than Rami, sort of uh, hand of God. <laughs> what do you mean? I do a, I do a three-hour show, Monday through Friday. Three-hour show? Three hours every day, man, Monday through Friday, yeah. Bitch, I'm, 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 I'm recording, I'm editing, I'm putting on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, that's more work, I guess. More work. You just show up and co-host a show. Yeah. You don't come up with the topics. What topics have you come up with? Like, what do you mean I don't? You know how this works. You know I come up with topics. You're recycling the same shit you did in Milwaukee. Just instead of Giannis, you say deer and fox. <laughs> Isn't that what we're all doing? That's what we're all doing. No, we're I'm trying to, I'm trying to reinvent... The fucking game here, man. <laughs> you are really losing your damn mind, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I got, you may not think it's a lot, and maybe I'm not Pat McAfee, but I got 57 people watching me at 1047 on a fucking Wednesday. Pretty good. I, I deserve some goddamn respect from the KBs of the world that just stroll their way into a 40-year career of mediocrity because they're on a blowtorch that luckily got the Packers. They think they're somebody. KB is the most irrelevant guy on that station. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Drew Olson at least has a career behind him. Steve Zabin was on the radio for 40 years. Some of these up-and-comers, Armin's hustling and really, really good. He needs more airtime. Butch and Kuhn, they're recognizable names that have a nice chemistry together. Mike Heller's been doing this for so long, has unique takes. Very good. Fucking KB? I knew I was coming for a Milwaukee Sports Media Review. God, fuck that guy. <laughs> Honestly. Tell us how you really feel, Bart. <laughs> Did you say you were about to wrap this up? Motherfuckers <laughs> are coming in my mentions telling me that 1250 talked too much sports, and that's why they failed. Uh. Only in a KB-driven world could some moron think that. KB, for weeks, is tweeting me. I don't – sports and stuff. Uh, we talk about anything. Uh, I don't even like sports. And then ESPN puts the words Drew and – KB talked to Braylon Allen and they put on like a three second opening coming back from a commercial. And he's like, all of you in our basement that think we don't talk sports. You're telling me you don't talk sports. You fuck. I got to be honest with you. (laughs) Wait, you haven't been till now. This has been sh- you've been sugarcoating it till just a second ago. I've gotten in fights with people in this market, and there's some of these people in this market that aren't an acquired take or aren't acquired. I just don't. I, they're not for me. But they're they're hardworking people who like the craft, who like the teams, who who try to respect what they do. And there's some people that I don't like. There's some people that I do. There's some people I've had tips with. There's some people I haven't. I'm telling you right now, even Bill. Every one of these people is fine in my book, except for fucking KB. I don't even know KB. Drew and KB. <laughs> it's better that you don't. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Everyone. I will, 
I will find a compliment for every single person in this market, whether I like them or not. KB is trash. You know what the bottom line is? None of them are Bart Winkler. Jake's comment, I do agree with. I was just trying to make a point. But I do agree with the comment. All right. Well, I am going to wrap this up since clearly I need to. Uh, Badger Bloody Reviews. Go Morocco. You know it. Let's Thanks move on, baby. Thanks for coming on, dude. See you around, guys. Soccer doesn't matter. Him Shay. Him Shay, love you. And Rami, thanks for biting the peer pressure to just basically listen to me vent. It's been my pleasure, Bart. I hope I didn't get in trouble at work. Well, why would you? I don't know. Can you are you not? I don't, I'm not affiliated with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. I even even worth burning my dog's food. It was all worth it just to catch up. But here I'm I'm gonna do the thing that I hate when people people like have people are like, hey, we want you on to promote your podcast. Can you give us 15 minutes? I'm like, absolutely. And then 15 minutes, and they're like, so where can we find you? Zach like, Town. Why, why isn't that the first thing you fucking said to me? That's why I'm here. Zachtownsports.com. It's real easy. It's where you find me. And Rami is tweeting. You all know where to find me. You coming home for Christmas? Uh, not. I won't be there for Christmas. I'll be there for New Year's. Hmm. Yeah. Flights are too expensive in the airport. Uh, I'm going to be at a Bucks game on the 30th. Uh, you got an extra ticket? I might. Oh, let's talk. We're in a box. Uh, let's definitely talk. You got two. You got to pay. You got to pay, though. You got two extra tickets. You want your girlfriend? Yes. But then she'd be the only girl, and we're trying to have it just be like a meat fest. Oh, is it a man's? Okay. It's a man thing. The dude thing. It's a bunch of dudes being dudes. Guys being dudes, bro. I really thank you for coming on. I know you didn't have to. And No, it was my pleasure. I love you. I love you. Love you, bud. See ya. Should I hit leave now? Are we really wrapping yep. this up? Yeah, get, get out of here. Get the fuck. See you guys. Him, Shay, always a pleasure. Always, Bart. Always. Was that too much? Was that too much? Was that too much of a promo? No, that was great. The last five minutes was fantastic, man. Fucking fantastic. Somebody, te- somebody uh, messaged me today and said, "Bart, I just like that you're honest." What's there not to be honest about? Everybody knows what happened. I've been very clear. You know who I like. You know who I don't. Yep. There's a lot of good people in this business. Armin at the game needs more time. Like, not time to be good, needs more time on the air. He's very good. KB sucks. What do you want me to do about it? Life's not fair. All right. Plus, I'd rather be here anyway. I swear to, I swear to God. You think KB? You think KB could have a podcast? Who would? Who, who's going to listen to KB's podcast? The funny part is, I caught myself listening to that show today. These, these guys yelling at me for being in my basement, and, and I Who said, I finally told myself, I go, they're not even talking sports. Like I'm listening to garbage. I can listen to that on, you know, Sirius Satellite Radio. 
All right. Good night, Bart. Good night. Love you. Next episode, Picks with Horvat. Thanks to our friends at Golden Chicken, goldenchickenhc.com. We are out. Fuck KB.